This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. It's time to take a look at Prima magazine. It's our featured mag of the day, Linda. And uh, we're taking a look at some of the things that we're doing in the house that, uh, well, it could be kind of damaging our health. I'll tell you something. It's scary because the article says these might seem harmless and they do. For instance, I have done this, not when visitors come, you understand, but I do put certain, like the duvet cover, for instance, on the heater to dry, the radiator mm-hmm. in the hall, because I don't want to put it in the tumbler dryer. It's a bit big for that. If it's a lovely day, I'll hang it outside. But that's not a good thing. You shouldn't do that. Actually, it says it could lead to a potentially fatal condition because if you dry damp clothes indoors, it gives rise to dangerous levels of mould, which causes a fungal condition in you called aspergillosis. And although a lot of people are immune to it, it can prove fatal if you have a lung condition or something like asthma or cystic fibrosis. Would you ever think of such a thing? No, never. I actually remember being told a long, long time ago, many years ago, that you shouldn't really put your clothes on the the radiator to dry because uh, the moisture, it creates moisture in the air and it can cause pneumonia. Well, that probably is one of the other conditions. But it must be if you've got a weakened chest or, well, or some kind of chest Absolutely. Complaint. I mean, but it, it says if you've got to do it, make sure the house is really well ventilated. Yeah, so, I know. mean, you know, I have to say, I mean, you know, there has been the odd time I've been round at your house and Ian said, do you see Linda's pants on the radiator? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jill. Very nice. Yeah. I, I knew in my heart that this could be said, but I thought, in that same heart that you'd never mention it. Right. Well, do you know something? You know me, Linda. Mm-hmm. That's why I shouldn't. But they were pretty pants. They weren't the big ones. Thank you. Well, that's what you think. <laughs> right. Let's, next one. Next one. <laughs> now then, you should not uh, flush the toilet seat. Toilet, not the toilet seat. You shouldn't flush the toilet and leave the seat up. You should close it. Well, I've heard that one. You should close it because, you know, once you flush it and the seat is up, it spreads a cloud of germs right across the bathroom. It settles on things like toothbrushes. Oh, the very idea. And any other surface that's there. And so when you think about it as well, if you've got mm -hmm. maybe a towel hanging in the bathroom and you're washing, you know, you're drying your hands or even um, a face cloth and you're drying your face or something. Yes, yes. You know, it's, it's a horrible thought, isn't it, with all these particles going oh, on. Oh. They, they did actually, now I never physically saw this. I remember seeing once uh, when I could see um, a photograph. They had taken, you know, they'd got these special lenses and uh, they showed you a picture of a sneeze coming out of somebody's mouth. Oh, and the particles that come out and the germs and how far it goes oh. and it looked disgusting oh. um, but they did something similar with the flush from a toilet seat and they showed you the spray that came up out of the toilet seat and it's just grotesque oh that's horrible isn't it I remember um, Stephen Carroll uh, Insight Radio Stephen Carroll doing a, a feature once with a, a chap that was talking about sort of you know the hygiene and loos and what the flush can do and just how unhygienic the bathroom is and oh. uh, you know you'd be frightened to go in actually well you just want to go out to a field uh, that's right 
See, that's how it used to be when it was primitive. It was healthier. Oh, honestly. Oh. <laughs> Linda, honestly, I want to go in with a contamination level four suit on <laughs> into the bathroom. When I hear stories like that, I want to, you know, those suits that the ET guys wore. <laughs> oh, that's, it's absolutely. What was that awful story years ago? Somebody went to the loo. I think it was abroad and a big snake came up or something. Oh. Do you know, I've heard things like that. In yeah. the, there was a story about a man who had taken his pet snake or something. It was like a massive big, um, it wasn't a cobra. What do you call those big, big, big ones? Big anaconda. No, or it wasn't a cobra. An, no, it wasn't a cobra or an anaconda. It was the huge, big, thick one. python. No. I don't keep know. Going, I'm not keep da- going. I'm not David Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> Who? A what? Boa constrictor. Bo- yes. Oh. A thank boa, you. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, it was a boa constrictor and um, he had left it in the, the bath or something when he went out. And when he went back into the bathroom, the boa constrictor was gone. But it kept popping up in people's toilets around the, the oh, hotel um, because it was in the system. So it kept popping its head up through <laughs> through all these different toilets. Oh, that's vile. That must be the story. I don't know. I certainly read that about a snake coming. I mean, just imagine. I couldn't bear it. I couldn't bear it. And although I have had snakes wrapped around my neck and stuff like that before. Oh, and I believe they feel dry. Is that correct? They do. They feel cold and they feel very muscly and they feel quite dry. Yeah, oh. they don't feel slimy. That's right. I didn't think. Yeah, yeah. But this thing came around and kind of, took its little forked tongue and started licking my nose. I do not know what to say to that. In what situation was this? Oh, I was doing a feature um, oh. at a pet shop oh, um, that sold snakes uh, for the radio because uh, you wouldn't really do these things otherwise, would no. you? Um, but the weird thing was um, it started to go to the toilet oh. and I didn't actually ever, ever think of, of snakes having kind of toilet areas if you know what I mean I I, I didn't realise a snake could go to the toilet of course it has to get rid of its waste but I never ever kind of thought about that and did it perform on you? not on my clothes um, but almost uh, the woman sort of grabbed it off me oh that's horrible <laughs> disgusting I've, funnily enough I had never given the matter much thought myself no. about that no. And uh, the only other thing I, I, uh, that happened was I had a massive kind of lizardy thing on my hand and it went for a wee on my hand. So that was charming. Oh, that's lovely. So, you know, I don't tend to do these things anymore. No, no, I wouldn't. Isn't this a delightful feature? Do you know, it's lovely. It's a it's kind of lunchtime conversation. <laughs> that's horrible. Anyway, oh, and I've never, I've never, have I touched, I know I've never even touched a snake, no. There are some people that could come into that category, <laughs> but not the actual beast. No. Now then, you should never watch television in your bedroom before going to sleep. That is a very bad thing to do, which I sometimes do. Yes, I do too, uh-huh. but not too late into the night, I have to say. I tend to fall asleep to the television, if anything. Well, that's happened as well. Um, well, it, it's purely because it disrupts the amount of sleep that you get and increases the risk of obesity as well as heart disease and depression. Oh, my goodness. Okay, give us another quick couple ones. Well, would you like my very favourite? What? Because this gives you hope for the future, hope to carry on. Housework. Don't do it. 
I love it so much. It's marvellous. Yes, well, I'm going to take that bit of paper home. <laughs> no, it's mine. Mine. <laughs> Can't have it. No, you want to avoid doing it as often as possible because if you use cleaning sprays just once a week, you could develop asthma. Oh, yes. And the actual household chores can increase blood pressure which is linked to increased risk of heart disease that's it it's over i get the high blood pressure thing when it comes to cleaning totally that's it's finished okay one more linda over yeah well about that glass of prosecco that you like at night forget (laughs) it (laughs) because the acid will erode the enamel of your teeth which will lead to sensitivity pain and decay but the worst offender of all is sparkling wine And why is that? It's the bubbles. Carbon dioxide, it's acidic, tops the whole list. Full of sugar. And there's 28 million bottles sold in the UK every year. My goodness. That's just that's just you and I alone. Yeah, well, obviously. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, listen, thank you for taking us through that, Linda. It's a really interesting article. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, get in touch with us at home and let us know, are you guilty of any of these? Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Now, if you want to take a look at that article in full, it's on the Prima website. It's prima.co.uk and it's fully accessible. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.